Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. It is a Friday, and uh, it looks like spring is finally here. In fact, it's felt like summer a lot this week, where it's been up over 90 degrees, which is kind of crazy, considering how cold it was up until then. And it's going to get cold tomorrow. It's only be, supposed to be a high of 43 in Sioux Falls, and, and I'm sure that will carry over everywhere else. We just had Mike Schmidt on earlier in the week, the northern football coach, and he was bemoaning the fact that they've still got a bunch of snow on the ground in Aberdeen, so we shouldn't complain here. At least uh, I'm going to go home today after the show, and I'm going to rake my backyard because the Vols, the Vols have gotten at my yard. They always do in the winter. Uh, they, they, have, they have a party. I think there's alcohol involved, and uh, they just get they get silly and they make patterns all over my backyard. And I hadn't looked out until today and just went, Oh boy, this is going to take a while. It's interesting to see where it's different every year though. I mean, it's, it's different every single time they do it. And, uh, in this particular instance, it's in a completely different area of my yard that they, uh, they stayed underneath the snow. So yeah, thanks guys. Next time you can at least invite me to be part of the party if I'm going to have to clean up after you. You should clean up after yourselves, for crying out loud. Don't you think that's fair, Lorenzo? Lorenzo Brown's our guest. If the voles are attacking my my grass and digging up and chewing up the roots and there's a bunch of dead grass, shouldn't they have to clean up after themselves? Hey, they should, but they're just trying to make you work harder. That's <laughs> all it is. It's just not fair. <laughs> How are you, friend? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good. I, uh, yeah. as I was just telling you during the break, I tried to get you on a few weeks ago, but, um, <laughs> your cell phone number is different than what I, w- I was trying. I thought, well, he's not texting me back. What's the deal? And oh, I finally yeah. got your new number. So I'm glad we yeah. uh, connected here today. Yeah, I'm glad too. I appreciate it. So, uh, Curtis kind of went into this a little bit, asked him, you know, how, y- how he came about getting you back on the team. I'd like your version. Um, well, you know, I, uh, I mean, I played last year in Sioux City, um, and, um, I texted him when my season got over and the CIF, uh, their season ended like in, well, July is when our season ended. So I told him, I was like, Hey, uh, if you need me to come in, anything comes up, I'll be ready to go. And, um, you know, as the weeks went on, somewhat stayed in shape and actually needed me in a burden situation out in Texas and, for the playing game against Frisco and, uh, kind of got my first taste of like, you know, being on the headset and like coaching aspect of things and seeing it from a different lens. And I text him, you know, thanks for having me come back. And I definitely, if I don't know if I'm going to play next year, I want to get into coaching. He said he'd love to have me. So fast forward to the end of last year, he texted me, want to talk about football. And I was thinking, okay, he might want me to coach. Playing was the last thought on my mind, honestly. Um, and I still was up in the air if I wanted to even play. And, after meeting with him, you know, going to the different scenarios and situations that would come up or whatever, with, you know, Dalton coming back or not coming back, he, you know, he told me, you know, people want to play, I, 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 you know, he offered me to play. So here I am now, definitely want to finish out where it started and, and, uh, and, and having fun doing it. So that's all I needed to see is that opportunity to jump on it. How many years have you been playing indoor football? Uh, this is year 12. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, what kind of wear and tear is that on your body? Um, it, it takes its toll. Depends on the week too. How 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 many hits I take, but uh, 
it's it, the biggest thing now is you know as i as i've gotten older um it's just the the preparation and the recovery aspect make sure you know i can't eat junk food like i used to all the time you know diet and working out and my wife has been definitely helping me out with that in the off season you know working out and meal prepping and, and making sure we're on top of things that way and just the maintenance of the body throughout the season so um so far i'm holding up well um camp was a little bit of grind but um you know got through it and uh I, I feel good, and I'm definitely uh, ready to roll. So that's all I can ask for. Well, and in in and uh, normally a quarterback doesn't necessarily get hit a whole lot when you're just talking football in general, okay? But yeah. you're pretty mobile. That's kind of an understatement. Uh, you like to get out and run. I mean, you're more of a Michael Vick than you are a Tom Brady, so you're going to get hit a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... Definitely don't move around like I used to, but, uh, um, I definitely took that into, you know, going from game one to game two. I saw that watching the film, there's a lot more opportunities to utilize my legs. And, um, I made that an emphasis on game two to just see how I respond and, and make plays for the team and just get, give that different aspect, uh, for a defense to look at. And, uh, Definitely feel like I can still do it and doing it at a, at a successful rate, and I got to definitely pick my pick my moments. But um, but yeah, uh, definitely take a little bit more hits than than the average quarterback. But you know, I'm used to. I've been doing this since since I was nine years old, so it's nothing new to me. Yeah, because when you even first joined this storm, you were kind of a Swiss Army knife guy. Yeah, I did. I just anything to get me on the field. You know, I was. I I had the uh, the opportunity to sit behind two great quarterbacks and, and Terrence Bryant and Chris Dixon and learn the indoor game, but then still utilize my talents and God-given ability to contribute in different ways in playing quarterback. You know, I played receiver, running back, was on kick return, held field goals, got in a quarterback for wildcat situation stuff. So um, that, was, that was really good, especially in the indoor game with the roster restrictions on game days. If you got somebody – that can you know play multiple positions and help the team out in an effective way. It, it, it can it can help out a long way. Yeah, with the size of the roster, you better have a, a handful of guys on that team yeah. that can mm-hmm. do numerous things, right? That's for sure. I mean, on the O line, D line, we call them swing guys. If you could swing, you know, receivers can. Some receivers can play defensive back, and some defensive backs can play receivers. Um, but uh, but yeah, it just utilize. It, it comes with the coaching. You can utilize players, and if they they they're, they're they're football players, and they can and they game if they can game, then why not utilize their talents? All right, so let's go back to you said there was a difference from week one to week two after you watched the film. Mm-hmm. You guys lost by a point in the first game. Now, granted, you're playing different teams, but still, mm-hmm. you lost by a point week one, scored like thirty four points, thirty five mm-hmm. points. Second yeah. week, you win by thirty. So, how much mm-hmm. of a difference did that make that you got out and took some opportunities? to use your use your legs yeah i think uh just having the guys we had a lot of young guys in the offense of ball on the receiver skill set guys but really good guys that once they get those reps needed they're gonna our offense is only going to keep on getting better and it starts with me you know starts with the o-line then to me and i, I had some misreads and just kind of knocking some rust off but definitely saw moments where I try to force a throw and I'm out in the pocket and I could pick up 10 yards on the ground. I try to force a throw and get interception or something like that. Just stuff like that. Um, just definitely taking what the defense gives me and, and utilizing my feet when, when I can outside the pocket and, and the natural run game too. Um, 
but uh but yeah, that's the biggest difference from week one to week two for me personally, just take what they give me and just try to keep keep ahead of the chains really. Well, and that's what you do. I'm guessing you had a whole lot more fun in week two than week one. Just oh, yeah. regardless of who won the game, the the, yeah. the style of football was more fun for you. Yeah, it, it, it was fun to be back home. Um, it was fun to see um, our defense, those guys flying around, making plays, creating turnovers, seeing our offense capitalize on it. And, you know, football is the ultimate team game. and It, it just takes that one player or one play to spark a, a team, and then you just see the guys – gain confidence, gain that momentum, and, and put points up and, and create turnovers and stuff. So um, I think we're still we're just scratching the surface on what we can be as a team. Um, and if we keep on continually getting better week on week in and week out, we'll be, we'll be set up pretty good. So what was it like playing in Sioux City? Because Sioux City and Fargo are two, like, arch rivals of Sioux Falls in any sport. doesn't matter what it is. Uh, if you're a fan of Sioux Falls, you hate Sioux City, and it was weird to see you playing for the team you're not supposed to play for. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was fun though. I mean, football, football. I made the most of it. Uh, my best friend is a defensive coordinator. You know, a, a, a USF linebacker Marlon Loban. So, right. um, he uh, got me to talk to him, had lunch with him one day, and asked me to play. And I still had that itch and, and wanted to take on a new challenge and. It was fun though. I mean, I got nothing for love for the guys up there. Coach Irv Strobing's the head coach, um, and uh, I, I went out for the first two games this year to to, to show them support and to see the guys and and the, to watch some football. So, uh, but nothing but love and indoor games, indoor game. But you know, it, it was definitely fun. I know, but you were in Sioux City. I know, I know it. <laughs> All right, now that's good. That's a, that's a great. I think it's pretty cool that you went and watched them play. Actually, that says mm-hmm. a lot, and that's I'm guessing that's based on your friendship. Yeah, yeah, yep. I got nothing but love for all those guys. So you know, you how much has the game changed in the 12 years? I, I look at roster configuration in particular, and yeah. there's not a whole lot of guys on the Storm team that all of us, whether we be in the media or local sports fans, can relate to because they're guys from all over the country, whereas 12 years ago, I would say half the team we knew from their college days around here. Yeah. And that, that's the biggest difference is the turnover of guys and, and where they're coming from. Um, and that's just the testament of how well this league has grown to draw the attention of these, you know, high level players right. from major power five schools, um, and, and stuff like that. And it's only going to keep on getting better with what the league has in the works going in, in the future. Um, but really, you know, the, the the demographic of where the teams are too is mostly midwestern states and now we're west coast to east coast you know um and uh it's pretty cool to to be a part of it and just to see how well the league has grown and and for us to still be in the mix year in and year out um it, it just i'm really really proud to still be doing it and and happy and grateful to still do it after so many years yeah because those were really good teams you know, mm-hmm. all those years ago, those are really, really good teams. But you're you're talking about the quality of the whole league is so much better because the Storm yeah. won every year. And if the games yeah. were even close, people wondered what was going on. Yeah, and and I mean, you know, it's kind of a little double edged sword. You know, with, with our with our fans, they they kind of got spoiled and they, did. they you know were used to winning and kind of drew them away. And then when we start we stopped winning for these last couple of years. You know what's going on with them? Why aren't they winning? You know, but it, it, it just it just to, to shows you know a lot of parity in the league, 
Um, and you don't have that chance to have, you know, James Terry's, Corey Johnson's, Terrence Bryant's, the core group of guys for four or five, six years in a row to build that continuity and, and build that team. Um, like I said, a lot of turnover, but guys that have come together year in and year out and, and put a team together and just shows, you know, it, go, it starts with the coaching and shows how well a team can be coached with new parts every year. Well, and back then, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think as many of the players still had dreams of the NFL. Not saying none did, some did, mm-hmm. but I would say the majority of the guys that are in this league now, it's kind of like a developmental league in a way, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. the G League. They're playing to get yeah. someplace bigger. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, especially with our uh, XFL partnership with the league, um, guys are trying to come in and, and, and get good film so they can progress their football and get to that ultimate level, which every every player's dream is to get to the NFL. If they don't make it to the NFL, they want to go CFL or USFL or XFL. So it, it, it starts at the top and trickles down to the bottom. And like you said, we're, we're part of that development where teams can reach out and see you know what? What these players are putting on film, and, and and try to give them opportunities for their for respective leagues. Lorenzo Brown is our guest. Uh, so, how much fun is the game for you still? Honestly, my I wouldn't do it if I wasn't having fun. I mean, I I know that that dream of you know NFL CFL has been long gone, and I do this out of pure love and enjoyment for the game. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't put my body through it if I didn't enjoy getting up on Saturday game days and. You know, going out that tunnel and seeing my kids in the stands and, um, you know, just have that enjoyment of, of the game. And I know it, it, the, 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 the clock is almost ticked out and, uh, I'm just taking it all in and enjoying it and, and still love doing it. So would it be fair to say you're almost playing for a different reason now? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I'm, I'm playing cause I still have love for the game. I mean, I love doing it, but. I really get the enjoyment of seeing my little girls um, cheer me on and my family support me and, um, you know, still being part of that brotherhood, uh, part of our team and, you know, all the, the, the sacrifice, the blood, sweat, tears that you put your body, your mind through um, and to, to trot out and, and, and have a successful season or win a game or win a championship. It's, it's still enjoy I still enjoy it. And, um, you know, I just, I love doing it and had the opportunity to come back and, and do it this one last time. And well, I'd be a, I'd be a fool not to jump on it. And well, it and, and you, you're talking about being a coach down the road. Yeah. What yeah, better guy, what better guy to hang out with than Curtis Riggs and, and to yeah. learn more yeah. about the game from someone like that. And that was part of our conversation too. You know, I told him, I, I kind of want to, you know, take on that leadership mentor role and coach role while I'm still playing and kind of, be more into the game planning and see it from a different perspective on what him and Peyton are seeing and be a part of that and to try to get my mind ready for that next chapter of my life with football because I definitely want to still be in football after I'm done playing and, and, and what better person to learn from than, than the GOAT of the indoor game, and that's Coach Riggs. So definitely excited and happy to be a part of that and to learn from him to help me with my start of my coaching career when that comes up. And a quarterback is like a coach on the field already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, I got to know what my line's doing, what my receivers, what I'm doing, my running back, Lorita defense. So it it's it all goes hand in hand. So a quarterback is an extension of the coach on the field. That's for sure. So realistically, uh, Coach Brown, uh, how how good do you think this team that you're on now could be? I mean, we 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 had the makings of being a really really good team. Um, we got a young 
group of guys that are hungry and a lot of skill and talent across the board on both sides of the ball. And um, from week one to week two, I mean, we made good strides on the offensive side, and the defense even was better than they were at week one. Um, and they're only going to keep on getting better. Dre, got, Dre, Blackburn, Corey, they got those boys flying around week in and week out, and, and they're binding to the system. And um, like I said earlier, we're just scratching the surface on what we can be as a team. And I'm excited to see where we're at, you know, midway, three-quarters of the season. And the nice thing is the fact you've got a coaching staff that has mm-hmm. an awful lot of history with the team. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, from, from Coach Riggs to – even Peyton. I mean, Peyton wasn't a player, but he definitely was in diapers still, probably while we were making those championships. He was. Yeah, it's just cool to see him too. I mean, I remember my rookie year was, you know, what twelve, thirteen years ago, and you know that boy was eight, nine years old, and now he's one of the coaches, you know, running the offense, and it's just really cool to to, to see his growth, and he's only going to keep on getting better too, learning from his dad and 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 the, and the coach staff that we have. Um, and he's his wheel. His wheels definitely be turning week in, week out. Um, and it's fun to see him, him process everything and, and go after it the way he is. Is there anybody in your life that you've ever run across with a higher football IQ than Curtis? Um, no. Well, I mean, probably him and Kalen for sure. Yeah. Uh, Coach Boer. I mean, those two guys definitely dialed it up in college. And you see what DeBoer's doing um, throughout his run through you know FCS to Power Five. Um, and, uh, just how they, how they attack each week, how we come up with game plans and, you know, we really, uh, can be one, look like one team throwing the ball to run the ball the next week or whatever the case is. And we just try to exploit what the defense is doing and try to take advantage of it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he, he's the goat of the indoor game and, uh, it, it, it's definitely been happy and proud to be a part of that. And pretty proud of your friend Kalen to see what he's doing at Washington okay. too. Sure. Yep. Coach DeBoer is definitely making a name for himself, and he's going to, you know keep on being a highly touted coach for sure. Yeah. What what a tremendous first season he had with the Huskies. That's something yeah. else. By the way, yeah. while we're on the t- on that subject, uh, I know you didn't play for him, but Coach Young, what yeah. kind of an influence did he have on your life? Yeah, I mean, Coach Young always was positive and always you know knew if you were down and out or whatever, he'd sensed it and was always a man of encouraging words and um, always had high respect for coach young. Whenever I saw him, I always gave him a handshake and a hug and uh, uh, he lived a long fulfilling, you know, life and, and definitely, you know, proud. I got to meet somebody like him for sure. And you just missed playing for him by a couple of years. I think. Right? Yeah, I think, uh, I think Oh five was his last year. Something like that. It was, it was Nate's freshman year because I was there for his last game oh. out in California in the rain and cold. And yeah, my Nate's okay. son, yeah. he, he played, yeah. you know, for the Cougars. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was, that sounds right. So yeah, yeah, I just, but he was always around though, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Well, he's, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. he always will be too. Yeah, yes, sir. All right, Lorenzo, this has been great. I'm glad you decided to come back for a year and uh, maybe we'll yeah. catch up here in a few weeks and see how the team's sounds doing good. under, under hey, your tutelage. I want to congratulate you too, man, on the South Dakota Hall of Fame induction. That was that's pretty cool. Well deserved too. Thank you. That's that's very nice of you. It's been a it's been a fun ride. There's lots of stories that have come along the way. That's for sure. And yeah. the storm have been part of all that story. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and USF for that matter. Yeah, 
Yep. And you uh, you take it easy on those golf courses this uh, uh, spring and summer. I will uh, <laughs> not make any promises that I can't keep. <laughs> That's good, man. All right. We'll see you out there. All right. All right. Thank you. Have a good one, man. You Thanks bet. Lorenzo Brown, our guest here in Calling All Sports. We'll be right back. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Insurance and Trust, not FDIC insured. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013. Or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Meet my good buddy Greg Gold, CEO of Hague Realtors and father of some terrific athletes. Greg, how long has Hague been around? Mark, we've been around over 75 years and we have over 200 licensed agents who are all really good at helping their clients with their real estate needs, whether buying, selling, or both. And you have several locations, right? Yep. We're in Sioux Falls, Brandon, Garrettson, Hartford, all over the Sioux Empire, and even out in the Black Hills. You guys do such an amazing job, and you also have some terrific personalities who are a blast to be around and work with. Every day is fun at Hag. We sold over 4,000 properties last year, worth over a billion dollars. That's how good our people are. That is impressive. In sports terms, you've built a dynasty, kind of like those Lincoln tennis teams. Your contact info, Greg. It's simple, Mark. Go to Hag.com, find the agent you want to work with. We're Hag Realtors since 1945. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Helator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Helator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. 
Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Husett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And also by Arby's. If you stopped at Arby's recently, they always have something new on the menu, too. That's what makes it intriguing every time you pull through the drive-thru. You may have uh, your your favorite. I know... I know uh, all of us seem to have our favorite. It's our go-to at Arby's, but there's usually something on that board that makes you go, hmm, I got to try that. I've gotten to do that a whole lot more since they don't have my farmhouse salad. So, yeah, go to Arby's this weekend and treat yourself. Whether it's a meal, whether it's a treat, you name it. Arby's does have the meats, but they also have the treats. They got plenty of treats at Lewis Drug, too. I mean, candy, whew, they got tons of candy at lewis drug but they've also got people to help you with whatever your need might be in my case more than likely it's going to be in the pharmacy that's where i started my relationship with them almost 45 years ago and uh, they've never let me down in fact it, far from it they've always been super super helpful i i appreciate them more than they will ever know i can go in there and they can and and the other day yeah the other day three of the pharmacists and and one of the people that came to help me at the counter all made a comment about the Hall of Fame thing. I mean, that, that's pretty cool. You know, that's that. those are the kind of things you hear from your friends, and they're my friends at Lewis Drug. Uh, 81 years strong. Yikes. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.